Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Oscar Arana, and you are listening to the Film Garage Podcast. Memento is one of my top favorite movies of all time. I rented it back when Blockbuster, when they were big and they had all the movies you wanted to watch. Back then, they had a loyalty program where you paid an upfront fee and you could rent out a couple movies a month at a time. It was really ahead of its time if you thought about it. I think Netflix was barely getting recognition and they had a program where they mailed you a DVD a couple of times a month um, and you would mail it back and then they would send you another movie in your queue. A lot of people are not going to remember Netflix being a DVD mail service, but they were. Um, they were really successful at it too, eventually branching out to you know what they are now. Memento came out in 2000. I saw it for the first time a few years after that, actually. Uh, I was still in high school, and the internet wasn't readily available, so I couldn't find movies to watch as easily as you can now. Guy Pierce is most recently known on a wider audience as playing the villain in Iron Man 3. He's the guy who was paralyzed in the beginning of the movie, then became stronger after taking a drug that altered his genetic structure to heal faster. The only downside was that if his body temperature raised to a certain level, he would become essentially a bomb explode. I originally wasn't going to talk about Memento today. I was planning on watching a movie called The Loved Ones, an Australian movie that was released by Paramount in the U.S. I started to watch the movie, and it was a little slow for me. For some reason, I walked away and I forgot all about it. Later in that night, I took out my phone and watched the, the trailer for it. And I'm glad I did because it made me realize this wasn't a movie I wanted to see. It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't my style of movie, you know, and which is okay. It was about a pretty girl who asked a guy out to prom and said no. So her and her dad kidnapped the guy and had a prom at their house. So it's kind of weird. It's it's a borderline horror movie. Um, so, yeah. I just made a conscious decision not to watch the movie and instead watch one that I've admired since I first watched it many years ago. So that's when I decided to rewatch Memento. Memento is a unique flip to the movie structure where you have a beginning, middle, and end. It's more of an ending, middle, than a beginning. So there's and there's a huge reason and there's a huge reason why this particular structure works really well for this film, which I'll talk about a little bit later. Going into the film, you see a Polaroid picture of a guy who was just shot in the head laying on the ground. It's been shaken to get the picture to become clear, but the movie is actually playing backwards. The picture is actually becoming less exposed, and he continues to shake it. So for like the next few seconds, the film plays in reverse. The Polaroid goes back into the camera, and the bullet goes back into the gun. This is to me, I think it's genius because it basically sets you up in the beginning that the movie is going to play in a reverse order. The director did a really good job at separating timelines, meaning there's a scene that is spread throughout the movie where he talks about a guy named Sammy Jenkins. 
The director does a really good job at separating timelines, meaning there's a scene that is spread throughout the movie where he talks about a guy named Sammy Jenkins. In this moment, the story goes that the main character, Leonard, was an insurance investigator before the accident. His first big assignment was to a guy named Sammy Jenkins. He had an accident where he couldn't create new memories. With the help of his wife, he was able to do you know day-to-day things. His accident didn't affect his long-term memory because he remembered who he was. He remembered his wife. He remembered the medical training that he had received prior to the accident. This is important because every day he administers insulin to his wife. So when Leonard talks about Sammy Jenkins over the telephone in the hotel room, everything is in black and white. This visually separates the story that he's telling to the person on the telephone versus the story that we see Leonard go through in the movie. So it's pretty cool. The The movie is divided into sections that play from the last scene to the very first. For good reason, too, because it, because it makes a lot more sense this way. Since Leonard has short-term memory loss, he has to take Polaroid pictures of everything and write notes on the back of them. This is how he knows who to trust. He meets a woman by the name of Natalie that convinces him into thinking she's his friend. The reason Natalie is in his life is because Leonard actually kills her boyfriend and takes his car and clothes. So he finds a note in one of the pockets that says to meet up with Natalie. Natalie. So he does, but it's actually his clothes. It was a note for her boyfriend. The very first Polaroid picture you see in the beginning of the movie is of Teddy being shot in the head. This is the guy Leonard believes murdered his wife. So we later find out in the movie that Teddy is actually a cop and set up Leonard to take out the drug dealer. That happens to be Natalie's boyfriend. You wouldn't think that a movie that starts with the ending wouldn't make any sense at all. But in this case, it actually does. You see, the story Sammy Jenkins isn't about a case Leonard had when he was an insurance investigator. It was actually about Leonard. After a break-in at his house in the middle of the night, Leonard was hit over the head, which caused his short-term memory loss. But his wife actually didn't die at that time. She lived on to take care of him. She actually died later on of an overdose of insulin she took for her diabetes. Go check out the movie. It's awesome and I'm sure you're going to like it. I feel like these type of movies have been reclassified as indie films. You won't see a movie like this play on the big screen anymore. And I'm actually very excited to share it with you in hopes that this is a new movie you discover and enjoy just as much as I did. So... Hey, thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you want me to feature a movie or TV show of your choice, go ahead and shoot me an email to oscar at filmgaragepodcast.com. And if I choose your email, I'll go ahead and read your comments or discussion topic on the podcast and talk about the film or TV show of your choice. Once again, thank you so much, everybody, for listening and have a great day.